Hello, traveler. Please, have a seat while I tell you the tale of the Prismatic Guard. Starring Abby O'Neill as the combustible and often confused tiefling alchemist, Flint Therai. Jason Hops as the old veteran, Robarth Mirax, a dragonborn warlock with a mysterious patron. And Ashley McLean as the carefree but determined Ottervok Samurai, Margo. Hosted by Eli Royal. Join us on a tale of a world still recovering from a great war that changed everything. Hello, you are listening to Prismatic Guard, a D&D actual play podcast. And I am your host, Captain... Doctor. Woodland animal friend. Eli Royal. Joined by... Hi, I'm Abby and I'm Flint, and at least one of those statements he just made is true. I'm Jason, and I play Robarth Mirax, and, you know, I dabble in weird stuff sometimes. I'm Ashley, and that's a Margo you bought. So, technically, I am a captain. Because I do own a boat. You don't own a boat. Yeah, I do. What? Yes, you do. Yeah, I do. What are you talking about? There's a boat outside of my shanty. That's not a boat that it can actually go on water, though. Is it? Yeah, Yeah. it can. It needs to be fixed up, but yeah. Okay. My dad taught me how to sail in that boat. I can canoe. Previous statement. At least two of those statements he made previously are true. Yeah, bitch. Don't call me a bitch. That's fair. Uh, so, regardless of any of that, do you know what will make you feel like a captain? Dice from Metallic Dice Games. Uh, these dice, they got the metal dice, which are very heavy when you put them in your mouth. And they got resin dice, which are which can be either very rounded points or very, very pointy and can uh, poke into your gums when you put them in your mouth. And they also have stone dice, which weight-wise are like a nice in-between between the resin and the metal. Uh, but like the metal, they stay cool when you put them in your mouth. We need to talk to them about making the stone dice, the things that you can put in, in drinks. Uh, you mean ice, cube? ice cubes? Shut up! The rock ones, those are uh, ice cubes! Yeah, whiskey oh, you mean the, the, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, uh, yeah we'll, we'll talk to them about that. But until then, if you go to metallicdicegames.com and use the coupon code PLAYITFORWARD, you'll get 10% off your entire order. And another thing that you can put in your mouth is coffee from Found Familiar Coffee. The only thing you should put in your mouth. Yes. Debatable. Because genitals exist. Shut up. Okay. I tried. I tried <laughs> to save it. Okay. Uh, I'm going away. That's it. I'm done. Finish the ad. Done. Uh, Found familiar coffee, which probably didn't appreciate my mention of genitals. And their coffee has nothing to do with genitals. It can. I need you to shut up. As a standard, they have nothing to do with genitals. But they do have a lot to do with Dungeons and Dragons because all of the names are Dungeons and Dragons. All of the artwork is very fantasy themed. All the artists are credited. 
the coffee is absolutely delicious. Uh, their initiative blend, which is my favorite, has this kind of like toffee after flavor to it, which is very, very good. And if you go to foundfamiliar.com and use the coupon code PLAYITFORWARD, you will get 10% off your entire order. Now, last time, uh, you all did some investigating uh, various different things. You found out that someone is creating a massive summoning circle, that there will be a specific night that this ritual will be attempted, and that someone within the king's court, or who has access to the king's court, uh, is a member of the Order of St. Frierson. Which is not good. What does Wynne have to say about the le- the letterhead that we find? Does she have a way of... Um, well, what she says is any one of the court's um, uh, assistants could have access to this, um, but so could the court members. Uh, there are eight, including the king, and at this point she's not willing to rule anyone out. Um, the problem being, it it she's not going to be able to like get a war. Like no one is going to approve her interrogating these people. Well, yeah, of uh, course not. So she has no way of getting access to these people. Well, mm-hmm. wouldn't be the first time we've broken into a uh, palace, as it were. Could could be asked my. Mom? I would prefer us to do this diplomatic first. Yes. Yeah, I mean, you guys can go talk to uh, Claire. We <laughs> gather our things, rest off our injuries, and head to Claire. Yeah, well, I mean, that's sure where you guys everyone's... have been living. Hmm? You guys have been living in Claire's house, so. Oh, that's right. Because yeah. our house burned down. Oh, we still haven't found a new one. Nope. Uh, not since Fantasy Airbnb and Fantasy Zillow showed up. What? Oh god, they've invaded D&D world. But yeah, you guys go talk to um, Lady Claire about it, and she goes, um, I I cannot get you immediate access to these people. Um, Hold on, I think. And she walks over to her desk, starts going through some letters, and she goes, ah, there's a uh, ball coming up. It's, uh... And she says the date, and Flint, you immediately recognize that as the date of this ritual. So oh, shit. It's a cover. Um, she says, um, I... I mean, Flint, you could be my plus one, or I could give it to one of you, and... But I don't want to be able to get two of you in. I mean, if you know someone else in the city who might be able to get you in. Uh, I look at the other two like we could, we Rovard, could sneak in. You think that you know someone who might be able to get you in? Lord Betton? Who? I mean, there is Lord Betton, but who am I forgetting? Nanum Smooth Scale. Oh, who shoot. had so much money that he was able to buy a railway outright for thousands of gold. That's that right. is correct. Christ. The, uh, actually, the desert kobold that you guys met when you were on the same adventure you met Yarsel. And he owes us a favor. 
Yes. Okay, where you say? Well, um, if uh, you guys want to track down Nanum, uh, I I guess I can be your plus one mom. Well, you're welcome to take the invitation and take, uh, say, Margot with you. You you don't have to. I don't have to go. She shouldn't go. Sure. There's danger. Yeah. Alright. Time to get fancy. Uh, so, you guys go talk to Nanum? Yeah, I'm gonna go find Nanum. Alright. Um, yeah, he's pretty easy to find. He has, uh, an office in the railway right now. And, Rover, when you walk in, he goes, Hmm. I seem to remember that you used to be much older. Uh, uh magical, you know, change things. Yeah, it's one of those adventuring things. Too costly for me. He's a missionary now. Yes, that is that is true. Alright, well, that's something. Only a choice to be made. <laughs> what brings you but, here, uh, my friends? I did hear uh, about my good friend Roscoe. I'm sad to hear that. As, as were we. Um, we've come... Because there's a ball coming up in the royal palace, if I'm correct, that we would like to get access to. Ah, yes. Uh, I was given an invitation to this. Um, these social gatherings in Thar are, um, I'll put it in the common time. Droll. Uh, yes. They do not know how to party. It is very hmm. upsetting. Uh, yeah, you always got to go to one. There is no opium. There is no. Uh, there is no cocaine. There is none of these things. You got to go to the lower class joints to get anything real good. Precisely. <laughs> hey man, Rovarth. Rovarth used to take some drugs to help out his pain. <laughs> I suppose if you were to tell me. Why? You need these things. I could get all of you invitations. It would only take uh, <clears throat> three, maybe four thousand gold for me to make this happen. We have some suspicions that uh, our good friend Yarsel may or may not be within the palace somewhere. And that's and our way to... Re- well, yeah, that's bad. Yarsel, some... the, uh, the girl with the stars for eyes. Yes. Yes. Yes, your bird speaks truth. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Pigeons just float in and lands on Margot's shoulder. It's his pet bird. Um, <laughs> Nanum goes, uh, very well. I'll have the. Inv- Where are you staying? That's for Flint to say. Um, um, we're staying at Lady Claire Beyond's. Lady Claire, I've heard many things of her. I do a little bit of business with her business. I have not been able to speak with her directly just yet. Maybe a favor can be made. Do not worry about such things. I like Yarsel. She is a good girl. I will help you on your attempts to retrieve her. Thank you. Uh, Now, you are the good, famous adventurers, yes? 
I believe yes. to uh, guard some rather particular railways that I am building from uh, Thar through to the Confederacy. You should be able to do that, yeah. Excellent. And we will consider that the payment. You'll have your invitation sent to Lady Claire's room tomorrow. All right, also, um... who is this? Who is this person? He points at uh, Kuzma. And he also goes, also, I don't think I know who you are. And he points at uh, Margo. Oh, that's that's Margo. Uh, we picked her up a, a while back. She's been invaluable in our journeys. Um... And this is Kuzma, uh, the man who survived a werewolf attack unscathed, so we recruited him too. What? No, you haven't, no, you met, haven't met him now. yet. No, this this guy oh. is who we met on our very first journey. Yeah, yeah but he also talked to um, Roscoe when I was around, but it was just them two. So never mind. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think you were around. Um, yeah, and he goes. Uh, it's good to meet you. I'm Madam Smoothscale. I'm the richest person in the city, next to the king. That's pretty dope. Yes, I made my money primarily through slaves. Oh, that's not good. Nah. The world is changing. Now I make most of my money on the railways. That's good. I'm glad that I'm glad that you changed your business. Nah. It was not going to be very profitable for very long. Oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> ah yes. <gasps> when our morals were much more ambiguous. Oh my god. Uh yes, Nana. <laughs> Has places very little value on life. Jesus. Outside of literal monetary value. Uh, but he Is likes that... you guys, so he's willing to help you. Wow. It's fine. Don't worry. Not about everyone's it. a good person. Oh, I know. It's just wow. Um, I don't so... think she's used to it hitting her in the face so quite. <laughs> a lot. There... That is true. A lot of the NPCs, even with their bad people, are like try to to, to like coat it, sugarcoat their badness. And Nanum's like, I don't need your approval. No, he doesn't. He is the richest person, so he doesn't need any approval. He's like, I got money. I don't give a fuck about you. Um, but yeah, true to his word. Uh, within a day, you have uh, enough invitations for all of you. So that's exciting. Uh, and he he does come by to give you guys a little bit more information. Um, this is uh, since it seems as if you will be getting yourselves into some sort of trouble. Uh, I will let you know that while weapons and armor are allowed within the ball, they are mostly decorative, and there is no magic allowed. They will have means of detecting this. So unless you have some way of hiding the magic, you will mm-hmm. not be able to bring your gear. That's suspect that they don't want us to bring it in. No, that's no, basic that security like... protocol, so no one can assassinate <laughs> the king. Oh, that's yeah, true. And like, it's not just the king there; it's a can bunch we... of big Can we be like, hey, we're like, I mean, can we find a way to be like? Uh, I have a better idea. I have a job of protecting someone, so you know I mean, we can bring our gear. I'm sure they have their own security detail. Yeah, Nanam says, uh, even if I were to bring you as my personal security detail, you would not be allowed to bring your magical weapons. I imagine there may or may not be a way for us to smuggle our gear. And do you know anyone who could help us do that, Margaret? Of course I do. 
Because <laughs> that sounds like um, a much better idea. Also, Flint makes magical items. That is also this true. This is true. Like and Flint much made, easier. Flint could potentially make <laughs> something that could temporarily hide the magical signature of your beard. Yeah, I can, I can, I can do that. I would prefer that. That way, we at least have our gear on us at all times. Don't have to retrieve it from somewhere. Now, Margot can just leave her sword here. Why? Because you can your summon sword your sword, sword to your hand. Oh, that's right. Because I'm awesome. Because you're Sorry. rad as hell. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Yeah. So you guys know that there are going that uh, Flint. Either Flint has to make something that will be able to at least hide the magical signature of your items long enough to get past their detectors. Because uh, once you're inside, they're no longer scanning. Or you need to be able to smuggle your gear in, which Margot could almost definitely make happen. Now, you also, you know, there are eight people in the king's court, including the king. The king's name is uh, Ralbrick. Uh There are rumors that he is a half-giant. Or rather, rumors? there's giant blood. Uh, running through the royal family because all of their members tend to be very, very large for humans. The king's y- younger brother, uh, Eildwin, is one of his advisors and a member of the court. Uh, the prime minister, a half-elf woman named Matisse Vicent. A kobold woman who is the head of the Sunhands Artisan Guild, uh, her Crestfall. A dwarf priest of Aerograt, who is the head of the Theocrats Guild. This one's a weird one, so probably you might need me to repeat it. Uh, Thrall Bumlin, Steelmane. Thrall Bumlin, Steelmane? Thrall Bumlin, Steelmane. Thrall Bumlin. Tal Chevron is a human woman who is the head of the Merchants Guild. Uh, Zelen Tool. A drow archmage. They are the head of the mages guild. I can't keep up. You said, uh, who is the human woman that was the head of the merchants? Tal Chevron. And the last one was that was drow. A a drow archmage, uh, Zelen Tool. And they are the head of the mages guild. And then Heron Fine is a half orc woman. And she is the head of the Guild of Madams. And that's the king's court. Like, the the advisors to the king. Um, technically, Thar is a uh, parliamentary system. A parliamentary monarchy. Technically, the king still has a massive amount of power. But it's mostly left up to the parliament and the prime minister to actually do the governing. So how are we... Uh, how are we... Uh, decided how we're going to get in. We have invitations. No, I meant like... Getting our magic items. Is there oh, anything yeah, you I... can make to disguise our magic items? Yeah, I'm like, um, what I can do is it works kind of in a radius. It's about like 30 feet. Like, it'll just suppress the aura. That's all we really need. Okay. Okay, so... For, I just I have a question for mechanics for my my weapon. Okay. Would it take a full action for me to like call on my weapon? It's a bonus action. Okay, good. Just wanted to be sure. All right. So, 
you all get geared up. Are there any other preparations you guys wanted to make? Because uh, you do have a few days. We need to plan for what we're actually going to do when we get in there. What What are we going to be doing? It's one uh, thing to get in and play party, but... Well, wouldn't we be looking in the place for whoever is causing these problems? Like, or like, you know... Uh, since it's the night of whatever this thing is, um, and yeah, the ball most definitely is a cover, so maybe like investigating to see if Yarsel's in the castle. Yeah, yeah. but how are we going to get out the ball into the rest of the castle? Well, we can that's sneak just a out. matter of deception. And well, checks. yeah, we that's what I'm saying. Should also watch to see if any member of the council happens to sneak out during. And then we'll have a good idea about who may or may not be in charge of this mess. And Kuzma says yeah. uh, we could also speak to them. We should do that as well, but you know, get the feel for them. But it would be a bad idea to go about accusing anyone. Is my point. I mean, you can always fail things. You don't have to outwardly accuse someone. Just kind of, you know, if they we ask just, suspect when you ask certain be, questions. We should be tactful. Is all I am well, saying. I, I mean, you can still be tactful, you know. Listen, I would still like to live in the city. What, getting the... young made you forget that other people can be tactful? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just know sometimes we don't think properly before we act, that's I... all. <laughs> I imagine that, like, Kuzma really enjoyed not being the, like, old man. You know, I... like he, he was much older than Rovarth, but like you were both old men together, yeah. and now he's it. just kind of salty. Now he's the only <laughs> old guy. Dare. Yeah, so now it's like he gets up after sleeping on a bedroll and has to like do 15 minutes of stretches so that his back doesn't cramp up, and you just get up. Yeah, and he used to do these stretches by himself and used to be his, his like stretch buddy and somebody he could complain with Yeah, about the hardships of being old. And adventuring. Yeah, so I, I imagine he's been real grumpy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just shake my head. Alright. So, um, so your plan is to maybe talk to a few of these people and keep an, definitely keep an eye on them and try and like sneak around the castle to see if Yarsel is here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's uh, a good idea. Right. Also, do these, like, people have, like, I mean, we should be on the lookout for the Prismatic Guard, like, emblem. Like, somebody might, like, try and wear it, like, because not everybody knows what it looks like, right? As far as you know, yeah. So, if somebody is trying to wear it and be like, oh, this is just some pretty thing that I'm wearing to add to my, you know, outfit, and nobody else is going to know what it is, but we'll know what it is. So, we should be on the lookout for that. All right. Yeah. True. So if that's all the prep you guys are doing, we'll go ahead and jump right to the night of the ball. It's one of those things where there's no real like dinner. It's kind of like a buffet and people walking around with hors d'oeuvres and things like that. Flint, I want you to make an intelligence check for me. And that will set the DC that these uh, detect magic spells have to. That's an 18. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, yeah, 18. 18. Alright, well, they rolled a 6. And their bonus. <laughs> oh, hold on. 
they roll with disadvantage. Yeah, they got a six, and their bonus is definitely not twelve. Christ. So, yeah, you're able to, you guys, get in with your magical gear. Uh, although Kuzma could have gotten in regularly, none of his gear is magic. I feel like that's an oversight on our part. No, I mean, he has incredibly rare and powerful uh, items, but it's just not magic. And yeah, I mean, it's yeah, I... titanium aren't magic, but they're still rare and powerful. Okay, I mean, it's true. fine. We all made it in. That's yep. all that matters. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you guys get in, and there are hundreds of people here. I need to know what you're all doing first. Okay, well, we can look for these people because we know that they uh, look how they look or whatever. Yeah, you um, between Lady Claire and Nanum Smooth Scale, um, you've gotten pretty good descriptions of everyone. Yeah, so I say we go looking for them. I say we start chatting, see if we see if we can find out any uh, slip ups. Everybody, go ahead and make me uh, perception checks first. See if you can spot any of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we'll go into like what kind of things that you're had your what you are saying to them to get them to slip up. Uh, Flint. That is a nineteen. Uh, Rovarth. One. Okay. And Margo. Eighteen. Eighteen. Rovarth, you don't see anybody or anything. Yeah. You you just feel a little bit overwhelmed by the amount of people here. Yeah, I've um, never been to never been to high society party, and it's a whole lot at once. Yeah, um, Flint, you see a half orc woman that appears to meet the description of uh, Harone Thine, the head of the Guild of Madams. Hi. I don't remember what that guild does. I'm sorry. The Guild of Madams. Do you know what yeah. a madam is? Yeah, oh. Uh, I'm a dumbass. For There's our listeners who might not know, uh, they're sex workers. So, um, yeah. But uh, What do you say to her? I say, um, hello, um, it's nice to meet you. I'm Flint Thera, I'm an adventurer. How's, uh, how's the party? I'm just... She smiles. Um, she says, Mr. Thurai, you may want to speak up. It is very difficult to hear you over the sounds of the, the enjo- uh, other patrons. Oh. It, You're a tall yes. young man yes, with a nice chest. You should speak from it. <laughs> oh. Yes, ma'am. Oh, my. <laughs> I'm Ms. Thine. It's a pleasure to meet you. It's very nice to meet you, ma'am. Out of character, Christ! I don't know what this, how to go from here. Um, well, uh, that's all. I'll be going. I yes, ma'am. It's nice to meet you. Uh, I was gonna come in and try to save the conversation, but it is over. Too late. <laughs> yeah, it's too late. I'm so very bad at this. Margo, with a 19, you find yourself uh, within the vicinity of King Ralbark. Um King Ralbark stands at seven feet two inches. Wow, he's tall. And his brother, uh, Eildwin, is there, and his younger brother is about the same size. Okay. Can I see if, can I roll something to see if any of them are wearing the prismatic guard 
approach. Sure. You can roll uh, perception. Okay. 16. You don't see anything. Shit. Okay. Um, well, I am going to go up to the king. And this is just to chat, like, just because I think he's very tall. I'm just going to tug on his little robes. As as you approach, he looks at you and says, Ah, you Omago Yabat, yes? Yeah. How do you know my name? I do make it my business to know about the uh, much more experienced adventurers who live in my city and my kingdom. It's a pleasure to meet you. He holds out his hand. Well, I'm going to shake his hand. Like, so you know the rest of my group then? Yes, I am aware. Um, Lady Claire's son, Flint the Rye, I believe, is right over there. And yeah. he points at Flint, uh, clearly failing to speak to uh, Madame Thine. I thought that was Rovarth Mirax, but my information says that Rovarth is a much older man. Uh, so he had some changes mm. on one of our most recent adventures. He looks quite a bit younger now. Uh, and you see, uh, he, and the king kind of like asks, he, he motions to someone and says something very quickly, uh, and they bring a stool for you to stand on so you will not have to look up to him. Or Aww. rather, so you don't have to look as up. That's him. really sweet. Aww. Um, but also so that Thank he can you. point at different things and you can see what he's talking about. Oh, cool. And you see that Rovarth is like, just sort of milling about. I like unsure yeah. of what he's supposed to be doing. I'm just like picking up some hors d'oeuvres and some drinks and just kind of awkwardly eating and drinking. Yeah. And he goes, the king points at Kuzma and says, I know that he is a member of your group, but I have not yet learned his name. And you see that Kuzma is just, just has a plate piled up with food. <laughs> I love our group so much. <laughs> yes, he is the newest member of our adventuring party. His name is Kuzma. Well, what brings you to my uh, wonderful gala this evening, Monsieur Bart? Well, we actually wanted to get to know the royal... No, we actually wanted to get to know our city a little bit more, get a little more involved now that we're, you know, home from our adventures for a little while. And we're living with Lady Claire, so um, it seemed a good time to kind of get to know everybody. Um... Well, in that case, you may want to speak, uh, sorry. Well, in that case, you may want to speak to, uh, Madam Prime Minister Vicent. These sorts of things are more, her, I mean, most of the people you will see here are more, um, on a national situation, as it were. Um, national? You mean living elsewhere? The kingdom. Oh, okay. The- That's cool. Martin, make uh, a, uh, an insight check for me. This is an insight check? Yes. <laughs> Twelve. Twelve. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he chats with you, and he, he, he's like, no, I don't really... I don't really know much about the goings-on of Seoul itself. It's not... I love the city, obviously. I, it's my home, but... I am not, um... Uh, I am not... One of I, I I have many duties. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, speaking of Ildwin, if you could 
keep our guests here entertained, I do have business to attend. Of course, brother. Okay. Well, if you should need us, you know, to call on an adventuring party, you know, you know where we are. Oh, I shall remember. And, uh, Ildwin says, uh, is there anything in particular that you were interested in getting involved in? Learning more about the various, like, we, on some of our travels, we, uh, I don't know if I should fail this. Out of character, I want to run this by Abby and Jason before I go doing something sort of rash. Um, I really want to just be like, hey, we've learned about some extremist groups in our travels, and we're kind of interested in learning a little bit more about them, seeing as they kind of uh, could pose a problem. Um, <laughs> to see what his reaction I mean, is. I feel Depending like on it would what be you that. want to say and how uh-huh. you want to say it will be uh-huh. either a persuasion check or a deception check. Really want it to be a, pers- a persuasion check, and um, that all depends on how much information you want to give him. I mean, I feel like it'd be a valid thing to bring up, like, um, yeah, because that it would be a concern. A concern to the city and the kingdom is a concern that they should know. I would be careful about, and we would have gone over yeah. this in our discussions. Yes, I would be careful how much information you give out because, like when said, anyone. Yeah. Is a I suspect. Know. So I would I would veil your words in a little bit of uh uh I don't remember the right term, but basically don't uh, be direct about it. Yeah, so just saying like what I I'm gonna run this by y'all first. So what I would like to ask is well, um <gasps> You can't they're not there. Yeah, we're okay. not there. That's, that's split up amongst this whole thing. That's okay. the extent of the information yeah. that I could give you okay. before we did well, this. I'm gonna, I'm going to do this. I hope you guys aren't upset. Um, but in our travels, we learned about um, some extremist groups that could pose a problem to our way of, like, just everyone's way of life, um, and so. I was kind of interested in uh, working with the guard, uh, the King's Guard, to in finding uh, those those groups and and hopefully eliminating the possibility for uh, you know destruction on a on a higher level. All right, make a persuasion check. I got thirty. Thirty. Um, yeah, he, he looks at you and says, hmm, um, of course, I mean, I would, um, hmm, he looks around for a minute and says, uh, I I assume that you're here to have a good time, so I'd hate to, uh, bring business into it, but if you'd like, we could go to my office and discuss what you know to see if there's anything that I am in charge, of course, of the uh, king's personal guard. Okay. Uh, I would like that as long as the rest of my group could come, since they are my party. And we don't make decisions on our own, and they have information as well that would be able to help. Of course. Um, And he looks at one of the attendants and points out your friends and says, uh, bring them to my office uh, 
quickly, please. I'd let them know there's nothing wrong. I just was hoping to speak to them in private. Uh, this way, Miss Yabot. Thank you. And on the way out, is it okay if I just kind of survey to see if anyone else might have a badge on or something? Sure. Okay. 24. 24. Um, yes. You do spot one. Who was who? It is currently being worn as a necklace for Madam Prime Minister Matisse Vicente. Um, I also want you to go ahead and roll uh, insight on this prince. Yes! Natural 20. Natural 20? Yeah. Um, not insight, only that's 23. does he clearly believe you, um, he does not appear to be hiding anything from you. I mean, it feels, the impression you get is that he is taking you seriously because his brother takes you seriously. Mm-hmm. But if that were not the case, he would have brushed you off. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. That's good to know. We are assembled when we are called. At least I do. Yeah, within a few minutes yeah. you're all in his office. Okay. I very much want to say something at least to... I want to say something to... to... Uh, Rogarth and and then like really like (laughs) about the lady. What was the lady? What was her name? The prime minister. Uh, Prime minister. Mm -hmm. I'm just gonna say prismatic guard necklace. On who? Lady Vicent. Was that her name? Mm -hmm. Okay. Looks like we have our mole. And this is, by the way, in front of the dude. So yeah. And Ildwin says, "I'm, I'm sorry. Is there something I'm missing?" So I couldn't say anything out there um, quite yet, but we were looking for a member of the Prismatic Guard that may have been in the royal group. And I think that we have spotted them because you were, I forget what she is. Prime Prime Minister. Minister. Your Prime Minister is wearing a necklace that is um, the Guard's symbol. And we should clarify as well, that they are not a member of the actual Prismatic Guard, but rather a splinter group that we are looking for. Yes. That we believe yeah. is intent upon performing a ritual this very night to uh, unleash Ashku. May I ask who set this um, date? Who set the, yeah, who set this date for this ball? Before he answers that, I need uh, Margot and Rovarth to make uh, persuasion checks. 22. Uh, 19. Okay. Actually, no, 20, because I have a plus 4 now. Alright. Um, he looks at the both of you and says, my brother is the one, uh, uh, sorry, my brother is the one who chose the date. Was it suggested to him by anyone? Not that I am aware. Um, I mean, he frequently around this time of year has many parties. This, these are very serious accusations. I am inclined to believe them. Mm-hmm. These would be, it would be quite insane for you to come in and lie to me about this. I will present him the letter, by the way, that we have that has the seal. Um, yeah. The correspondence? Yeah, yes. I got yeah. it. Insight, but that is a good roll. Uh, 
and he yeah. says, um, this, this is, some of these are Madame Vicente's handwriting. I, I obviously get a lot of correspondence as a member of the court, but I would bet my life that this letter was written by my brother. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. I will say that the group, this group is very convincing. A member of our group was deceived by them as well. So I don't think that it necessarily is ill intent, but that it's just a very convincing cult-like behavior. They're quite manipulative. Yes. Yeah. All right. Um. Uh. Did Did you mention um Yarsel at all? No, no I was about we to. We have not yet. I was I was um, letting us do our things first. I was going to bring it up next. I will I will let Flint present. Sure, I hate to add more to pile more on you, but we are also we have reason to believe that uh, this splinter cell of the prismatic guard is going to perform a ritual a ritual to summon Ashku tonight and possibly here. The the same date this will happen is the date of uh, a cosmological phenomenon that that um, would allow them to break the shield, and we are worried because uh, one of our one of our friends, Yarsel, went missing a few weeks ago, and we believe she has been taken by them. We're not sure where she is, but we believe she's here. We know that they need her to complete the ritual. And that she may not be willing in this. She's not. Last I talked to her, she was not willing. She was scared. She did not know where she was. Alright. He kind of leans forward at his desk and closes his eyes. And There are a few places within the castle that they might be hiding her, that they might be able to do this, this ritual you speak of. It will be difficult. Very well. He stands up, um, and he pulls this uh, greatsword off the wall and straps it to his back and says, uh, very well, let's go. Yes, sir. I will bow and say, lead the way. I will follow. This dude is... Dude's yeah, dope he, as he, fuck. I do have to say that. Very what hell? Oh yeah, this guy is dope as fuck. Yeah, with your, with the insight you got before, you, you honestly feel like this guy. He believes in the monarchy being a symbol, um, and the idea that his brother could be involved in something like this is not something he wants to believe, but is not something he's willing to take a chance on. Yeah. Uh, could Owl Insight? Sure. Uh, so that's a 14. 14. Of garbage. Yeah, just seems like a genuine, honest dude. And I mean, honestly, having seen Roscoe, what happened with Roscoe, you know, seeing someone that you care about go through something like that is hard to handle. So I imagine it being his brother would be hard too. Um, yeah, so he leads you guys along. Um, 
And he, like, he walks out into the hallway, and you guys are walking for maybe 30 seconds before he walks up to this tapestry, kind of shuffles it out of his way, and presses on a stone, and it, this door just kind of, like, slides out of the way to reveal a secret passageway. Uh, and without saying anything, he just walks right through it. And, uh, he walks down and he goes, uh, do you have any idea of when they would be doing this ritual? Obviously tonight, but when tonight? Did, was there a specific time that was given? Uh, can I roll? Make an arcana check. Or history, whichever is higher for you. 21. 21. Yeah, you, you're pretty sure, like, you look at your pocket watch, um, and you're pretty sure you have maybe 20 minutes. Uh, 20 minutes, unfortunately. Very well. We'll have to run. And he's just starts running through this, like, maze of tunnels. Oh, shit. Um, opening up, and, like, one opens up into the dungeon, and he takes a quick scan around and goes, no, and he opens one of the cells, presses another stone, and runs into a different sacred passageway. We follow into the darkness. Into um, the end. And eventually, <laughs> you are led down into this room uh, lit with torches um, underneath the dungeons. Like, potentially down in the old uh, sewer system. The, the oh. old giant's uh, aqueduct system under the city. Where you see uh, Matisse Vicente, King Ralbrick, several soldiers, priests, bowmen, and Margot, you can see that there is someone hiding around here. But you can also see that Yarsel is very painfully chained, uh, spread eagle, arms and legs splayed out, and she's over the shield, but the shield is on a pedestal. So she is like very painfully curved over it on her back. Uh, oh, but she baby. appears to be in some sort of daze. So I need everybody to roll initiative. Motherfuckers. You said someone's hiding? Yes, you can see that someone's hiding. Uh, Flint. Uh, that's a 20. Rovar. Uh, 5. And Margo. 16. Uh, so first up, Prime Minister, she looks at you all. She's going to cast, at 5th level, Wall of Force. That's fucking fair, but annoying. Uh, so she raises her hand, and completely encircling her uh, is this kind of... Uh, it's not a full dome, um, but it is like this semicircle dome uh, in between her, or rather the pedestal that she is standing behind that has Yarsel on it, and the rest of it. And she cannot cast it at a higher level, so it's just that. Um, next up are these bowmen. Uh, oh, yeah, and Matisse just points at all of you and says, uh, we cannot be interrupted. Kill them all. 
High or low, Rovar? Low. Alright, they shoot at uh, Kuzma. They take their longbows and fire twice. 15 or higher. Both miss. Next one fires twice. One of them hits. Alright, only one of those uh, arrows hit. That is six damage to Kuzma. Alright, six damage to Kuzma, and the next one fires on Kuzma as well. That is two hits. Twelve damage. So Kuzma brings his shield up and blocks a lot of those arrows, but a couple of them do uh, stab into him. Uh, which means it is now Flint's turn. Uh, she cast a uh, wall of force around her on Yarsal, right? Mm-hmm. So, question. Can I dimension door in the dome? No. Damn. Okay, then. Yeah, cool. actually, wall of force specifically blocks that kind of stuff. You could break the wall of force, though, if you have a high enough to spell magic. True. It is only a fifth level spell. I mean, I'll, I'll give it a shot. Unfortunately, I cast the uh, dispel magic at level five too. Right. Yeah, that would work. Okay. Yeah, that's I'm, how uh, spell magic I'm a... works. Okay, I'm gonna do the thing. Cool. Counter spell. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, so she do, does have to roll, and she succeeded. Fuck her. Yeah, you you send out your little spring uh, to dispel the magic of the force field, and she waves her hand, and it just explodes. Alright, well, this uh, this dude will use his bonus action to dash so that he can run right up to uh, Flint and attempt to uh, stab him a couple times with a short sword. Jesus. So the first one, because he has advantage, double 17s plus 4, so 21. Yeah, 21 hits. 16 damage. And then that is only in 11 to hit. Can I hellish rebuke him for that one hit? Oh, dexterity throw has to be the 20. Alright. Uh, well, he needs an 8. Oh, 21. So he takes half damage. Okay. Seven. That's going to be 17 damage total. So for him, that's going to be... Eight. Eight. All right. He is badly burned. Uh, so yeah, I mean, he runs up with this short sword and he stabs into you once, but you manage to kind of like get your armored uh, arm up to block the second one, and you spit out this word of infernal and briefly set him on fire. Uh, but unfortunately for him, Kuzma does not like the fact that he has just stabbed his uh, little tiefling friend. So he's going to draw his greatsword and make some attacks. And all three of those will hit. Dear God. Oh, this is going to be incredible. 66 plus 15 damage. He's going to kill this guy. Let's see by how much. 29 damage to this guy who had 19 hit points left. (laughs) So Kuzma sees this and runs up and just... He swings once, swings twice, and then just stabs this guy through the gut and through his spine with this greatsword. And now it's Margot's turn. Alright. Um, 
Can I challenge this lady through the thing of force? Um, yes. Cool. Well, I'm going to challenge her. Because uh, this room is only like 17. 60 feet by 60 feet, so. Cool. Well, she has to be a 17. 17 wisdom save, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, she got a 19 on the die. Well, shit. All right. So who's closest to me that I can fight that's, I'm not going to get opportunity attacks or whatever? Um, there are some soldiers. And the guy that's hidden? Uh, he's dead. Oh, that, okay. Yeah, he popped okay. out to get his sneak attack damage on Flint, and then Kuzma just fucking destroyed him. Oh, sweet. All right, well, I'm going to go after whoever is looks the baddest near me. Uh, I mean, I don't really know how to answer that. Anybody have, like, really crazy armor or anything like I that? I mean, there's the king. Yeah, okay. fight the king. I'm going to fight him. Um, now, were you trying to avoid opportunity attacks? Yeah. Okay, well... Yeah, because I said that at first. Yeah, that's, and what I told you was that there are soldiers nearby you could get to, and then you changed uh, your... I'm sorry, I thought I was talking about all the soldiers that are nearby. Were there any that looked in, no. like, particularly more fierce or whatever? No, they're just okay. chain mail they're and shield. The same. Cool, well, I'm just going to go after one of them then. I got a... Yes. Um, I got a 29. That hit. hits. 18 damage. Alright. Um, to go again. Uh, he is dead, mm. so you are attacking the one next to him now. Okay, cool. So 27 to hit. That hits. Okay, so 18 again. 18 For... damage. Yeah. Yeah, the next one you attack is also dead. Okay, cool. And that is all for my turn. Yeah, so Margo runs into this group of, like, five soldiers, and just slashes one across the gut with her flaming sword, and then stabs another one upward into the ribs, and they're both just dead. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Um, I'm just gonna say, I thought you were cool, man, the king. Uh, the king says, what the bloody hell are you even talking about? I'm trying to save the world, you idiot. Hey, you're going to save the world by destroying it. One of these soldiers hits you for seven damage. Next one makes swings at you with two of his swords. Um, what is your armor class? Who, me? Yes. I am at a 18 armor class. 18. So they need a 15 or higher. So the next one. They, they kind of, like, go to circle around you, uh, and one of them swings twice with this long sword, hits on one of them. The other one swings twice with his long sword, misses on both. And this last one got a 21 to hit. Okay, 100% hits. And a natural 20. Oh, shit. Okay. So I had seven damage before all that, though, right? Yes. Okay, cool. Just wanted to be sure with that and everything So else. he is going to do... A total of 3d8 plus 6 damage. Yeah, bitch! Okay. Well, I mean, fair, two I hits and one of them time. are critical, so. Yeah. Uh, however, <laughs> Jesus Christ, he only does 10 damage. Oh, yay. Roll two ones and a two. Alright, uh, so 17 damage total. So yes. And the king looks at his brother and says, Come now, brother. I'm trying to end suffering. Destroy evil entirely. And Ildwin says, At what cost? And 
the king, King Ralbrick, runs up to Eildwin. He has a spear in one hand and a shield in the other. Uh, and he stabs once with his spear, or twice with his spear. He hits a missile. He hits both times. And then he swings, and then he tries to bash his brother with his shield. And hits that time too. 26 damage from the spear and 9 damage from the shield bash. Total 35 damage to Eildwin. That was a lot. So the king runs up to his brother and stabs him twice with this spear and then just punches him in the face with this uh, shield. Oh my god. One of the priests casts Spirit Guardian, excluding all of his allies, and runs up to be right next to uh, the king, and then casts Spiritual Weapon as a bonus action right next to Margot. Well, that that spiritual weapon got a critical miss. Good. That's good. That's very good. The next priest will run up to uh, Kuzma, because he's right there, and use his bonus action to basically smite and then try and hit Kuzma. He has to get a 17 or higher, and he got a 2. So that now is just a, a waste of his time. Uh, and a spell slot. But the last one will cast Guiding Bolt at Rovarth. Alright. Does he need a 22 to hit? Yep. Uh, well, he needed a 17 or higher, and he got a 5. Uh, Eildwin will take his greatsword and go, I will not let you kill our subjects. I'm not going to let you kill anyone. Oh, poor baby. Oh, that is two misses and a hit. He only hit once with his great sword. Ooh, max damage. 16 damage to his brother. And now it is Rovarth's turn. I will slam my sword against my shield and say that the diamond dragon Vidrid will protect us from your perversions of Bayron. And I will cast Circle of Power. Uh, which basically just means that uh, if we have to make a saving throw versus spells, we have advantage. Oh, and nice. that uh, if we would take half damage, we take zero. And that is my entire action. Oh, actually, no, that's not true. I will use my movement to try and get as close to um, uh, the person with the wall of horse. You will get a tax of opportunity from the king and two of the priests. Uh, okay, well then I won't oh, go that also far. Also, I need to make a wisdom saving throw because that's of the spirit fine. guardians. I'll do that. Uh, and you have advantage because this is a spell. Oh, no, well, this would be at the beginning of your turn. Yeah, it's so the beginning no. of my turn before I cast the thing. Yes. Uh, but that is a 19. 19 succeeds, so you will take half damage. Wait. Mm -hmm. 14 becomes 7 becomes 3. Sweet, I'll take that. Uh, I'm not going to take an attack of opportunity, though, so I guess I'll move up next to where the king is. Okay. Yeah, that puts you a little bit closer. Now the Archmage's turn. Uh, Madame Vicent. Uh, she spends her action uh, doing whatever it is that she is doing over there. Bullshit. And now this, these bowmen, uh, they are going to fire on Rovarth. Mm -hmm. That's fair. Uh, that is a critical hit and a 13. Okay. 
So the first one deals you 12 piercing damage. Attack. Uh, those are both 15s. And the last one. All right. Well, that is a 17, which misses, and a 22, which barely hits. Okay. So, yeah, they're firing these arrows. It's mostly just clinking off of your shield or your armor. Uh, but a couple get in, including that one that did three, a whopping three damage. <laughs> Flint, it's now your turn. So I just remembered something that uh, it slipped my mind for a bit. I have a boon from Vidrid, the Diamond Monarch of Dragons. That's true. Also, I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. That's fair. Because you are close enough to the priest who has spirit guardians. You do have yeah. advantage on this, though. This is true. Uh, that's an 18. 18 succeeds. You take no damage. Ah, yes. <laughs> you would take half damage, you take no damage. Lord. You do still have a boon from Vidrid. Uh, is now the time you want to use it? We gotta save Yarsel. And we gotta stop them. And okay. the easiest way to do that is just, uh, you know what? I want to see if we can get the, if we can, can I ask Vidrid to take away the Baron shield? Or is that <laughs> not possible? Can. Oh, wow. You don't know. I'm not. <laughs> I'm just saying, is the second round of of this combat where you want to do that? You're probably wait. You got. You, you got should probably wait. Yeah, like you got a point. Um, in that case, I'm going to cast dispel magic to try to dispel that fucking wall of force. Yeah, counterspell. Uh, let's you know see. what? Well, in that case, um, you know what? That's... She manages to counterspell it. She's a bitch. I'm gonna use the wand of um, healing word. Four charges on Ildwin. Ildwin? Ildwin, yeah. Right. 44 plus 8. Eli and his Anglo-Saxon names. That no. just sounds very Lord of the Rings to me. 18. Because they used actual names for Lord of the Rings. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I know. Alright, uh, so uh, that is now Kuzma's turn, who is going to join Margot by these soldiers. And start hacking away. Two out of three hit. So he will he swings his great sword three times and connects on this soldier twice. Twenty three damage and just absolutely destroys this motherfucker. And now it is Margot's turn. You still have Yay! two soldiers nearby. Okay, I'm not the type of the order yet. So. Well, I mean, you go before they do. So I can use first blood on that? Yeah, as long as you go before whoever you're attacking the initiative order. Like, as long as they haven't acted this round. Dope. Alright. I'm gonna go after whichever one looks most church to me. Uh, the two left haven't been hurt yet. So... These guys, these guys have 16 hit points, so, like, in numbers they can be dangerous, but once you guys really start digging into them, they're fucked. Okay. Well, I got a... 31. <laughs> okay. So. Uh, yeah, yeah, that does it. That narrowly obliterates his 18 armor class. I have to add up all this damage. All this damage. Okay, 23 damage. He is dead. Okay, cool. So I'm going to go after the next one. And that is 31 again. <laughs> go I keep on. Having I keep having to do the math in my head. I'm like, oh, that was the same number that I had a second ago. 33. 33 damage? Mm-hmm. He 
you even do 33 damage on your second attack? And then, no, I was wrong. That's wrong. Because I don't get first blood with the second attack. I take yeah. that back. I'm sorry. 16 damage. 16 damage. He is dead. Bye-bye. So Margo jumps up and slashes the throat of one of them and then leaps over and stabs into the chest of another and just basically rides that one to the ground. And I want to challenge someone um, who's left. The king, three priests, and the uh, three separate scouts, and the archmage, uh, the prime minister. I want to try to... Uh... You know, actually, I'm going to challenge one of who's closest to me, I mean, as far as like a guard or whoever. Um, I mean, does why? Why does it matter? Because that'll be the person I attack next. Oh, uh, okay. Um, one of the priests is closer. Okay, I'm going to challenge them. They have to be a DC of 17. DC 17, so you roll 16 or higher. That is a natural 20. Oh, damn. Okay. Deserved. Bitch. Do you want to move All up right. to that guy anyway? Yes, I would like to move up to the Anyone anyways. who could have uh, opportunity attacked you is dead. Good, good, that's good. Alright, now it is the king's turn, who actually, he and his brother have almost exactly the same hit points remaining. But he's going to stab his brother three times with this uh, spear. God, that's so stressful. I don't want him to kill his brother. No. He's going to try and hit him first with a shield bash, and that hits, and his brother has to make a strength save, and he succeeds, so he's not knocked down, so just attack normally with the spears. Failure and a hit. Only 2d6 damage, 11 damage to Eildwin. Now these priests, uh, priest number one is going to cast Cure Wounds on the king as a third level spell. Heals the king for 20 hit points. You know, there are some times where I'm like, I should have made Flint a fucking wizard. <laughs> uh, the next one will cast. Uh, oh, the first one will also uh, use its bonus action to attack Margo with spiritual weapon. No. Uh, but that's only a 15. And this next one will bonus action spiritual weapon next to Rovarth. 17 or higher to hit. Nope. That doesn't do it. So, as an action, he will attack Flint with his mace. And that is a critical failure. Uh, they are they are very scared. You guys are scary. Uh, Margo and Kuzma basically just killed five people in six seconds. Yeah, we have... Not and I'm just that. keeping everybody safe. And this last one uh, will cast Guiding Bolt on Rovarth. Mm-hmm. And that is a critical failure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Poor dumb bastard. Yildwin will continue to attack his brother. Let's see. He will shield, or he doesn't have a shield bash. We can't do that. But that hits. That hits. And that fails to hit. So he hits twice. 4d6 plus 8. Brother. <laughs> he basically just undoes all that. That's good. And now it is Robart's turn. Okay, I'm going to attack the king. Uh, does a 21 hit? Uh, yes. Excellent. I will divine smite the king. 
<laughs> Rad as hell. I, can't I love it so much. All right. You're rolling all told 78. Wow. Yes. Mm. Thankfully for him, I rolled real low, relatively speaking. That being said, I still rolled 18 damage. 18 damage. That hurt a lot. I rolled a 1, a 1, a 2, a 2, a 4, a 3, and a 5. Alright, this... Fuck, this Archmage does not like what you're doing there, so they are going to cast their only ninth level spell. Hmm? Jesus. I'm scared. Should be. Perfect. What does that mean? Uh, from <laughs> your perspective, what happens oh, is no. that wall of force just instantaneously disappears, mm-hmm. and instead she is surrounded by this sphere, this sphere of uh, um, magical bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, then she casts magic missile as a sixth level spell. Mm-hmm. She casts lightning bolt. Oh, she time stopped. She did. And then oh, that's the only way. She uses her last two actions to um, speed up the shit that she was doing. I hate her. I hate her. So we will. Oh resolve my god. We can kill her now, at least. Missile first. Um, and she's focusing entirely on Rovarth. That is fair, and that automatically hits. 64 plus 6. Mm-hmm. Magic Missile. Average damage per spell slot low, but it automatically hits, which makes up for it. Uh, 20 total damage. Okay. And then I need Rovarth, Kuzma, and Margo to all make dexterity saves. Okay. DC 17. Uh, yeah. I think I'm good at this. Roll twice, by the way. Also, I need to roll for uh, concentration, actually. Yes. So let me do that first. Uh, I rolled a 13, so it's 14. All right. Uh, Margo, what did you get? I got a 20... Uh, hang on. 23. 23. All right. Uh, so, Margo, because of Rovarth's Circle of Power, you take no damage. Dope. Um, however... Rovarth, you will take 10d6 lightning damage. Mm-hmm. And so will Kuzma, because he rolled a 2. Oh, Even with no. advantage? Uh, oh, yeah. Well, yes, with advantage, but he has Indomitable, and that's what I used because I forgot he had advantage. So let's see. All right, well, a 15 is not enough. Damn it. I tried. Fuzzy stuff everywhere, baby. I'm about to, I'm about to not be good. My protection from energy is on fire damage, unless I say otherwise. That'll be 24 lightning damage. Oh, thank God. Uh, And then these scouts will start firing on Flint. Uh, However, that is the first scout on the two shots only got 12s. Second scout did worse. Third scout uh, got a critical failure. And a 21. Well, the 21 will definitely hit. I The impression you're getting is that these guys are like, alright, I mean, I've got a bow and arrow, and she's like stopping time. Why am I here? And now it's your turn. So, 
using this boon is basically a wish spell. So I gotta be real you super... You have to be careful. So I want Yarsel to be removed from the situation. Like, if I could, like, take her from here to, like, back to Lady Claire's. What are you asking? You have to be specific in your wording. Well, not just, I'm not saying that. I'm saying you have to actually tell me what you're doing. You don't say if I'm asking, like. I asked Fidrid as my boon to take your soul away from here and move her to Lady Claire's. All right. You speak those words out loud. And, uh, okay. This is going to be bad for you. Oh, no. You speak those words out loud. And Yarsel, who is chained to the shield, they both are teleported away. And that is your entire turn. Okay. So Kuzma doesn't really understand what's happening, but he's going to go ahead and uh, run to... Yeah, he just runs up to this Archmage to fucking wail on her. I'm like, alright, Globe of Invulnerability, that protects you from magic. I've got a big-ass fucking sword. <laughs> so, 17 and 29 will hit. However, a 13 will not. So, 2d6 plus 10. 18 damage to the Archmage. Alright, and now, Margo, it's your turn. I'm gonna go after the dude that I said I was gonna... Well, actually, is he dead? No. Okay, well, I'm gonna go after the guard. Uh, 16? 16. That hit? Um, yes. Okay, good. And uh, he hasn't gone yet, right? So I nope. First blood. first blood. 34 damage. 34 damage. He is killed. Okay, cool. And I'm going to go after another guard. Um, you won't be able to get close enough to another one. Is there someone else that's close? No. Aww. Everybody okay. else has moved back to where you guys started. Back to where we started? Yeah. All right. Are they retreating? No. Oh, Ildwin okay. was at the entrance. The king ran up to kill Ildwin. Two of the priests joined the king, and one of them stuck back. So okay, they're just well, more than 15 feet away. Can I pull my bow and arrow out then? Yeah, if you want to. Okay, so I'm going to do that so I can shoot some stuff off at... Am I close enough to the mage? To shoot her? Yes. Okay, cool. So I got a 30. Yeah, yeah that'll do it. So 11, 11 for damage. damage. And I want to challenge... Actually, yeah, it's my bonus action. I want to challenge her. Okay. DC 17. Mm-hmm. She got just barely enough. Oh, sad day. Okay. And she rolled a 16. She gets a plus two. Oh, bummer. Okay. That's all for my turn. All right. Uh, dead guy, dead guy, dead guy, dead guy, dead guy. The king! Uh, the king yells out, What happened? Where did she go? Uh, the scent says, I'm on it. Summon them. The king goes, Very well. And he reaches into his armor and he pulls out this uh, amulet and he just crushes it with his hand. And that's his action. Oh no, that's not a good... This priest is going to cast Guiding Bolt on Flint. Uh, but a 16 does not hit. Next one is going to run up to attack Margo using bonus action for Divine Eminence. Edge. 
dodge. All right. All right, they got a nine. Okay, good. Uh, and Eildwin says, uh, what have you done, brother? Well, that shield bash didn't hit. Or, damn it, that greatsword didn't hit. The other greatsword, ooh, hits and a natural 20. So, let's roll a natural 20 damage. 19 damage, and then another 9. So, 28 total damage to the king. Alright, well, that, that fucked him right up. Rovard, it's your turn. I... Um, well, I guess I'm going to attack the king because I can't move up to the mage without getting attacks of opportunity. I'm not as healthy as I would like to be. Uh, <laughs> does a 29 hit? I'm going to give you that one. I'm going to say yes. Cool. Once again, I shall divine smite the man at fourth level. 28? 28 total damage? Yes. That hurt real fucking bad. He is not doing well as you stab into him and burn his body with radiant light. And then I will attack a second time, because I do that. Does it? Oh, that's not great. Does a 16 hit? A 16 does hit. Oh, okay. He's only wearing cool. studied armor. Can I do that again? Smite? Yes. I will remove one die and do that at third level. Because I'm saving my boom booms for the mage. 23. He is dead. Rovarth, in an act of regicide, takes his sword blazing with radiant energy and stabs it into the king's chest and the radiant fire burns out his eyes and his mouth and he is dead. Wow. Oh, you know, officially I... It had to be done. I will accept my consequences. And then is there anybody next to me at this point that's hostile? Yes, there's a priest. Okay, then I will stay where I'm at something up because it is now this art mage's turn i'm scared I hate her i'm scared i fucked up i think i fucked up all right isn't that the best part eli when they fall she... right into your trap well that wasn't my trap oh. things got a lot worse than i wanted them to be no oh no oh no uh and she says looks flint right in the eye and says I hope there wasn't anyone important there. And teleports away. <gasps> oh no. Oh no, our whole family's there. Our babies. Uh, okay. I fucked them up. Well, that was her action. Uh, so these bowmen uh, continue to fire. Uh, Flint, you take seven damage from one of them. Uh, no damage from another. And no damage from the last one. But now it is your turn. Can I move up to hit them with a cone of cold? 100%. Okay, who am I hitting also? No one else. Cool, I'm going to move up and do the thing. Oh, no, you will hit Kuzma. Uh, you know what? If he succeeds, One, two, three, my aura go. will still protect him. I'm, I'm gonna do it. Okay, they have to make a... Everyone make a con save. Right. Um, you have to beat a 20. So, scouts. One of them succeeded. Uh, both of the other ones did not. And Kuzma gets a plus 11 to his con saves. Mm-hmm. And he got a 13, so because of the uh, power circle, he will take zero damage. 35 cold damage. All right, well, even half damage kills uh, the scouts. So they're dead. Uh, it is literally just these priests. 
Um, so that's all you can do on your turn. Kuzma, all he can do is shuffle over to try and attack these priests. But Margo, on your second turn, you can get close enough to attack these guys. So you use a movement and then attack? Yeah. Okay, cool. I'm down. They haven't gone yet, right? Nope. Sweet. I got a 23 to hit. Yep. Uh, baby! I mean, this part's beautiful. The other part I'm, I'm not happy about. Don't I talk about it for right now. I want to be blissfully unaware while I murder something else. All right. Let, let me have a moment. 34 damage. All right. Well, that guy's dead. Okay. And can uh, I challenge someone else in the room? I mean, you can make an attack on the next guy. Oh, I, I still have an attack. Um, 15. 15 hits. 18 damage. Can I challenge him now? Yep. He has to be 17. All right, let's see what he does. He succeeds. Okay, all right, well, uh, that's all for my turn. And on his turn, uh, he is a fanatic. He is not going to... Actually, no. At this point, he just stops and says, you've already lost. Mm. And he just drops his mace and kneels on the ground. Look. And Yildwin, feeling... No compassion whatsoever, just cuts his head off. And Hildwin says, Where did you send the girl to? That must be where the scent teleported. We might be able to get there in time. Mom. Let's I go. Said, I said, okay. And he okay. just bolts. We um, fucking run. And you guys get to the ground floor, um, and you actually get out of the castle when you see an explosion of magic, of divine energy, shoot up into the sky. But you can also see there are, just in your vision, hundreds of abominations, of these draconic abominations, some none of you have seen before. With that, as these chunks of fiery building just come raining down on the city and these monsters are killing in the streets, this episode is over. Jesus Christ. Do you have any pluggables? Yeah, pluggables is the dumbest thing I just fucking did. Uh, yeah, I have a Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, all are openly underscore me. Yeah, go forth, have fun. I'm gonna stress you. Um, sorry, I'm still in shock. I have a, a YouTube channel that's Aerosol Prime. Uh, nothing this, this crazy happens, but you should still check it out anyway, because I got, you know, RPGs. Massively, you can find me on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter talking about um, Dungeons and Dragons and animals. And I'm Eli Roy. Uh, well, tune in for our last episode. Bye! Thank you for listening to this part of our Tale Traveler. Please, remember to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever fine pods are cast. You can find us online at WePlayRPGs.com, on Facebook and Twitter at WePlayRPGs, and on Patreon at WePlayRPGs Podcast. Your patronage is what keeps this podcast alive.